did you watch it? And now the conclusion of why did you watch? So they follow the tracks in the snow mm. and it has led them to a gross swamp. Okay. And the water's black. Putrid, one might say. Putrid swamp. And it's all misty. Stagnant. Stagnant as well. And there's... The colour of David's eyes, apparently. Oh, Assholes. Yeah, two... What? Well, that's the colour of your eyes. You're just getting wow. two assholes. Like two piss holes in the snow. Oh. No. The, yeah, two independent students said your eyes were yeah. swamp coloured. Yeah. I'm sure they meant... I'm sure they just didn't realise what they meant. And they the, meant... The colour is green. I'm sure they meant those, like, iridescent um, green things on the Dartmoor moors. The ponies, They're moss. The, the, the ponies drown in. Myers? Yes. Wow, that's even worse. Is it? I thought they were a really unique shade I've of I've heard green. of people drowning you in your eyes, but like... <laughs> fucking swamp <laughs> yeah i'm like a pony <laughs> slowly drowning in your eyes that's the sort wow. of thing jack would say How romantic right yeah like a pony slowly drowning nice okay oh that's horrible yeah um wasn't that in like never-ending story oh no atreyu no <laughs> huh? why you brought this on yourself kathy i successfully I no blocked that out atreyu yeah. no what was I talking about anyway. before you traumatised me? Oh yeah, the swamp, right? Yes. And there's like big... Washington, D.C. Swamp? Drain the swamp. Oh? No? No? Never mind. What? Had they malaria? It's what, it's what, no, no, it's what, it's what Donald Trump kept saying. Drain the swamp. Oh, did he? And then he moved there and it got worse. Funny Strange. that, yeah. <clears throat> I wish they'd drain it with him in it. Put him down yeah. the block. Well, London used to be a swamp, effectively. Is that right? Mm-hmm. This explains a lot. It does. Mm. Why there are so many rivers. Yeah, there are flipping loads of rivers in mm-hmm. London. I don't know why loads. I said that with the Manchester accent, but there we are. Um, yeah. Oh, yes. And there's like, there's pikes with with humans on, skeletons on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. When you say pike, you don't mean the fish. I don't. I mean like... Okay. I've forgotten the word. A pole arm. Sure. Or a halbert. Spear. A spear. Halberts have got axes on. Yeah. But they took the axe off and put a human on. Okay. Yeah. Javelins. (laughs) Anywho. There's big sticks with people hanging off them. Yes. Like people have been shish kebabbed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just in case you weren't put off enough by the swamp. they, They did this as well. And there's a big mental statue in the middle of it, of like a big... Remember that big demon thing I told you about in Hellraiser? At the end, yes, the moose demon. It looks exactly like the moose demon in the middle. So they get to the swamp and uh, the other fairy. So they've got Gump, Una, the Irish lad and the other... And Dos. (laughs) (laughs) And Tress yeah. is with Trey is with them yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Trey Parker. Oh, if Trey Parker was there, I'd have just sacked the whole thing and run off with him. Love mm. Trey Parker. He always looks like he's about to cry. Like Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds doesn't look like he's about to cry. He looks like Maybe he's not. about to say something hilarious. 
Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But he thought of it first and he's currently delighted and he's just about to say it. That's how mm. Ryan Reynolds looks. No, Trey Parker and Adrian Brody, they both always look like they're oh God, just Adrian about Brody. to Adrian Brody, yes, I've forgotten you keep going on about him. Yeah. So there's just something about Trey and Adrian both that every time I see them, I'm like, oh, they need a hug. And I'm just the woman to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll help you. Yeah. Well, I'm completely distracted now. Oh, Trey. Statue in the middle. Trey's there. Statue, yes. Oh, no, I was trying to explain. It's like the three tenors. You've got Pavarotti, who you know, Domingo, who you might know, and then the other one, whoever he is. Right. So you've got Gump, who you know. You've got the Irish lad, who you sort of know. And then you've got the other one. Una. Oh, no, there's Una as well. But she's something else. And Jack's something else right. as well. But I'm talking about the three okay. fairies. Right. Yeah. You with me? Yes. I'm just filling you in on who's at the swamp. Uh-huh. The other one goes, Ugh, effectively. Uh, and Gump's like, well, if that's your attitude, you're going first. Get in there. I'm sick of your shit. So he sends him in and he like hops across the, the swamp and he goes, I made it. And then promptly vanishes. <laughs> Sure. So Tom is now like, well, shit. So he then skips across the swamp and he's fishing per the other one out of the water. And suddenly, Robert Picardo pops out of the water. Only... On a motorbike? On a motorbike. (laughs) (laughs) Only he looks nothing like Robert Picardo. You wouldn't know in a million years it was him because he is a hideous, hideous, big, yucky, gnarled, witch with long lank black wet hair because she just popped out of a swamp and big and she's green and she's all yuck in the face she's hideous you sure it's just like a face pack (laughs) yeah she's got cucumbers over her eyes and rollers in her hair no and she's got a big hump on her back okay and uh, claws big claws and she's all (laughs) like that your classic yes, We could do it for the West. Exactly, sure. yeah. So she pops out of the water and she's like, pleh, pleh, disgusting fairy. And whips around and sees Tom and goes, ooh, delicious. Wow, <laughs> everyone is just hitting on him. I know, it's madness. Hmm. Although this time it's a dude. It's a woman. You said it's It's Robert, Robert Picardo. Picardo playing. I mean, Blix is a woman as well. Blix is a woman. Oh, yeah, This is true. a man. yeah. Yeah. But the goblin hasn't had the opportunity to hit on Tom Cruise yet. Not yet. I don't think I don't think Blix and Tom ever meet, actually. Oh. That's a shame. Because Tom's a big fan of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> anyway. Um so she pops out of the water and she's like, Yeah, gonna eat you. And Tom decides I'm going to try flattering the shit out of Meg here in the hopes that it distracts her long enough that I can kill her. So Wow. Right. Catfishing. I well beyond catfishing that's like serial killer level (laughs) yeah come back to my flat you're so awesome i'd like to show you my etchings and then the next thing you know you're under the floorboards Mm. so i'm lost again where was it oh yes so he holds up his he says oh but surely someone as beautiful and fair as you wouldn't be satisfied with a scrawny morsel like me and she's all oh beautiful you say Sure, sure. I suppose you're right. Um, I hope the rest of you tastes as sweet as your tongue does, because you know your words are so sweet, sort of thing. She's which particular part? Oh yeah, she is smooth. 
Mm-hmm. So he's like, look, look in my shield, my gold shield, and see how beautiful you are. But, oh, beautiful one. And she, like, takes the shield and gives a bit of a, like, hmm, pat, pat, fixes hair sort of thing. And while she does it, he pulls his sword out and takes her head clean off. Wow, that's very Perseus. I know. And she goes a bit uh, headless chicken on it because she's all, ah, my head. I don't know how she screams because her head's gone. But there you go. Sure, magic. Yeah. While he does this, by the way, he's sitting in like a Slav squat and you can see right up his wee tunic. Right up Main Street. Right? Yeah. Which is, I mean, if anything, if I were Meg, I'd have been like, oh, Jesus. Oh, no, never mind. I'm all right. (laughs) I'll go eat someone else. Jesus Christ. Super embarrassing. Maybe that Mm. was just like plan B. (laughs) It's like like that guy in uh, Friends, the cyclist. (gasps) Yes, exactly. And everyone's just like, oh. Uh, and then they're just trying to shuffle along the sofa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yes, so. <clears throat> Tom's really pleased with himself. And he goes, I did it! Yippo! I murdered another sentient being. Well, she was planning to eat him. A self-defence. Mm. Wouldn't you say? She yeah, was, probably. She was a lot bigger than him, David. Okay. She was at least... That's victim blaming. Oh. She was at least four times bigger than him. She could easily have killed him like that. And yet she didn't. No. She lost her head. That's mm-hmm. the effect The effect Tom has on women, <laughs> apparently. Okay. They just lose their heads. Um, yeah. So, now, cut to what, you know, what's been going on with the rest of the crew. Yeah. We're inside the tree, the evil tree. The tree yes. of evil. The ticking tree. And the unicorn and Lily are in this sort of area. I think it's the dungeon. And it just looks like a 1970s prog rock album cover. Okay, okay. It's like, this is this is hell. And it's like, it's all lit by fire. And, it... and there's a damson... Damson? Damsel. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Chained to the wall there's a, or whatever. There's a damson gin getting made. <laughs> no. Oh, that's not hell. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it is for me. No, no, no. The, so the horse, the horse, the unicorn is... Dolphin? The dolphin is really upset because that shouldn't be that close to the fire. Maybe she's a dauphin. <laughs> a what? That's why you keep getting confused. Maybe she's a dauphin. The it's potato? a French title. Oh. Isn't that a type of potato with cheese in it? That's Dauphin Wise. Uh, oh, that well, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's way more magical. But than it's effectively, a I think it's potato with butter, cheese, and cream. Yeah, and a bit of black pepper and salt. Every time I make that, though, it comes. It tastes awful. I don't know. I think I'm using the wrong type of flour. Flour, um, potatoes, and I think it, I'm using like a uh, flowery potato, and then the whole thing just uh, tastes flowery. I think you're supposed to use waxy potatoes. Yeah, I think so. I think that's where mm. I'm going wrong. Yeah. Anywho. So it's all like pillars and fires everywhere and mm. chains and the horse, the horse, the unicorn and Lily are just sort of standing like at the the sort of central stage of it going, uh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. No, the unicorn looks like a bit lost because it's not used to being in such so much stone and man-made stuff. 
you know. Yes, it's used to being in nature. Yeah. And Lily is equally concerned because there are no peasants for her to rip off. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's where they are, just in case you were wondering. Mm-hmm. Tom and the gang creep in to the evil tree through a cave that they find. And long story short, the floor gives way and they slide down a slide. Whee! Ah, classic 80s. Yeah! Into a dungeon. Ah, shit. <laughs> like Labyrinth, yeah. Yeah, they're in a jail. Um, and I was a bit confused about where they'd landed, but anyway, we'll get into that. So they, mm. they land in a cell with bars, proper, like classic jail, and there's hell mm, on the floor. Mm, mm. And in the jail next to them, the cell next to them is... Buckethead! He survived! Ned Kelly! Ah, Ned Kelly's in nice. jail! Which is where he yeah. ended up anyway. Mm. He did. He did? Ned Kelly didn't. Did he not? I'm sure Ned Kelly went to jail. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was killed by the police. Maybe he went to jail, then got out, then did all the shit Ned Kelly did. and then Potentially, went yes. There we go. Yeah. I swear I watched a programme, though, about the conditions Ned Kelly... Or maybe maybe it was like a prison museum and they had his bucket head. Yes. And that's where Ned Kelly came into it. So, could be, could be. So he calls them over and he's like, keep your voices down or they'll eat you. Because that's what's going on around here. And he takes his helmet off and guess what? He's a fairy. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's like an undercover policeman. Well, he's more of a rogue fairy. Oh. And the other two fairies. Fairies gone rogue. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> bad fairies, bad fairies. What you gonna do? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. the other fairies are like, oh my god, it's Martin. Hey, hi. You know, or whatever his name was. I don't know. Yes. Um, and it's a, a fairly short reunion because um, they're 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 in the the prison. And then this mm. big brute that like pans out and there's prisons along the side here on the central yes, corridor. Yes. And then down at the end, there's a big table. And behind that, there's a big fire, massive fire. And a cauldron. I didn't see a cauldron. Oh, there is no. one though. Ah. Yeah, 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 there is a cauldron. Good call. It comes in later. Drin. And yes. What? You said good call. And then I said Drin. And there's big mm. brutes, big, mm-hmm. big, heavy brutes who look like pigs in the head and they're all covered in leather. Ah, oh, like in um, Star Wars. I was thinking that, yeah. The mm. piglins or whatever they're I called. I forget their names. But anyway, at um, Jabba's Palace. Mm. Hoglins? Them. But no, they're massive they're, they're, they look really like a boss from a computer game, and I can't remember which one. I have a notion it's Resident Evil. Oh, I wouldn't know. But I can't remember. But anyway, hmm. so they come, and everybody hides under the hay, but the, he finds uh, Martin. Ned? Mark, yeah, Ned Kelly. Yeah, and yeah. grabs him and takes him away. And oh. you're like, oh well. I guess they're going to kill him or eat him or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. And at the other end, you can see like the the other brute like hacking at a, a body on the table. Bam, bam, bam. Horrible. So they're they're sitting in there and they're like, "Well, shit. What are we gonna do?" And they're like, "Gump, magic the door open." 
Uh, but Gump goes over and touches the, the bars and he's like, ah, I can't. Elves and iron, iron don't get on. And I was like, ah, I know about this. It's like um, werewolves and silver. Yes. And elves with iron. So, you know, no luck there. We can't get Gump to do it. And Jack says, why don't we get Una to fly out and get some keys? And everybody goes, how the hell is teeny weeny little Una going to bring keys back? Because she can turn into a woman. Exactly. And Una... But she won't be able to pick up any iron keys. I don't think that's an issue. So, um, because I don't think she is a fairy after... Well, anyway, give me a minute. So, um... So she's like, Jack, our secret. Hello? And he goes... Oh. She go, he goes, well, I mean, our secret will keep until our grave, which will be very soon, if you don't get us out of here. And she's sure. like, fine! And trans... Trans... Not transports. Transforms. Transforms. Transforms into Cindy Lauper again. And Gump goes, you, you sneaky little sprite. So I guess she's a sprite, not a fairy. And she says, I'm a seven up. <laughs> it's cool to be clear, I'll have you know. Also, she should have transformed into like the larger version on the other side of the bars. Well, she can. She just transformed so that she could tell off Jack about giving away the secret. Oh, okay. She's like, what the fuck? So they're all like, well, whatever, fine, you're a sprite and you lied to us. I'll get over it later. In the meantime, get us out of here. And she says, oh, I'll go get the keys. I'll get them. If you kiss me, Jack. Whereabouts? Oh, in the in the dungeon. <laughs> Whoa. So, so uh, he goes, well, all right then. Yeah, it's simple enough. Who wouldn't? And gives her a wee, like, on the cheek. Chased. Yeah. But however, this is usually how fairies and sprites make deals. What, with a wee kiss? Yeah, that effectively that might just then mean that he has to work for her for the next 400 years. Oh, the deal was very clearly laid out, though, which was, mm. I'll get the key if you kiss me. Mm. She, uh, He then goes, on the cheek, and she goes, call that a kiss. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, that's a peck. I know, that's what I wrote, friendly peck. Really? Uh, She's not impressed. With tongue. And he's like, uh, I'm gay. <laughs> No, he doesn't really. <laughs> she, um, so she tries to seduce him and she like transforms into Lily. Clever. And she's sitting there like, ooh, I Just like an X-Men where uh, Mystique changes into Jean Grey. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's all, mm-hmm, I'm Lily. <laughs> and Jack's like... I steal shit from peasants. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't believe me, you watch me beat up these fairies. <laughs> and they're like, shit. Oh, no. Um, mm. And he's all, ooh, Lily. Ooh. And then remembers, oh, hang on a minute. Lily's not here. This is fairy magic. And he goes, no. Never. Human hearts don't work like that. They absolutely do, Tom. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she gets really pissed off. She, like, jumps up and she's like, Mortal hearts are no concern of mine. They're weak and dumpy, like porridge or something. Okay. Um, a fairy's heart beats fierce and free. So I guess fairies aren't into fidel- fidelity. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. 
Monogamy is not their thing. But she should respect that it is Jack's thing. Mm, yes, she should. Yes. But again, I guess the complication is they they are not the same species yeah. or anything. Yeah, it's getting into that whole rough patch of should we really judge Q in Star Trek for his behaviour when he is a completely different, on a completely different level from the rest of us? He should never have jumped the queue. <laughs> that, thank you. That, thank, you. Uh, thank you. Well, that's my cue to change the subject. Balls. Wacka wacka. Um, so she she like transforms back into the little light bulb and floats out the the bars mm. and gumps mm. like for Christ's sake. What's wrong with you? That's a very judgmental fairy. Right? Well, he's a fairy too, so he's probably not into fidelity either. But she comes back with the keys anyway. So Good lass. Yeah. So already she is more moral than Lily. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. she didn't yeah. just fly off in a huff. Anyway. She did just go and steal some keys. True. But like for the greater good. The greater, the greater good. good. <laughs> Nice. Um. <laughs> so they get out and they run through the furnace room. Sure. Wherever they are. I didn't I hadn't figured out at this point. Are they running around like Zoidberg? Because <laughs> that's where your arm movement is. Sorry, no, I'm just excited. Oh, uh, okay. Mm. That's exciting. It is. They've escaped. And they're running mm. through whatever this room is. I haven't figured it out yet. Sure. Sounds like the kitchen. God damn it, David. I'm cutting that. So so you can say, it's the kitchen. Yeah, it's a reveal <laughs> later on. Oh, shit, sorry. So so they like they run out, there's steam like spraying everywhere and stuff, and they find a little like side corridor where they can have a bit of a, a plan, mm-hmm. planning session. And the plan is, we need to find the unicorn, and we need to find the baddie, and we need to split up. Save the unicorn, save the world. Exactly, and the girl, save the world. Yeah, fine. Save the cheerleader, which she absolutely would be if this was a set in the 1980s. Uh, I was going to say that the cheerleader in Heroes was nowhere near as bad as this one. No, absolutely not. She was not. This one is Mm. just so oblivious to responsibility. Anyway. Yeah. So, now. (laughs) So they're they're like, right, let's split up. We'll have to find the dungeon to find the unicorn. We'll have to find the baddie. To get this all sorted out, bish bash bosh. Go! Right, everyone runs off. Cut to poof. The the big dining room with the fireplace where where um the Dark Lord's sitting. The pillar room. The pillar room. Well there's two pillar rooms. But this uh. is the pillar room that has the fireplace and the dining table in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tim Curry starts talking to someone who he refers to as Father who isn't in the room and we never see father we don't know who he is i'm assuming he's the devil like the mm. the actual boo mm. devil but then who's this guy i don't know i don't know who father is but darth vader oh yeah he's palpatine yeah mm-hmm. so he's he's set and again i can't do tim curry's voice i'll do my best just to set the scene sure. mm. but it's so awesome i could listen to tim curry talk all day anywho he goes, Father, you know, I'm, I'm so close to achieving my goal. I'm nearly there, blah, blah, blah. And yet, this girl distracts me. <laughs> girl. Oh, yeah. 
It's been an eternity since I felt such desire. What am I to do? He doesn't put it like that, but he does say, what am I to do? Yeah. And his first suggestion to his father is like, I could just, you know, take her. To the movies? Sure. Uh, A nice date. But, but his father is a bit more experienced in these matters, I guess, because his father goes, no. Go find the ring. It's It's more goth again. He got out. Um, Well, no, because like she threw the ring away and she said, whoever finds the ring, I'll marry. Right enough. She really talked herself into that one. No. Yeah. That was just a wee private joke between her and Jack. I think that contract's binding. Oh, shit. Oh, well, then. I'd be like saying to Tim, it's a bit over to the left of the pond. Yeah, good luck, Jack. Yeah, and it's it's sort of through it like that that far. So try looking there. Yes. Anywho. Yes. So father, whoever that is, Mm. says, no, she fascinates you because she is because her soul is pure. Right. Mm -hmm. Opposites attract. Mm. So so his advice is like charm her, woo her. Change her spirit, set her free, so to speak. You know, make her one of us. Okay. Bring her to you, right? She, meanwhile, I don't know how, I guess she escaped the dungeon, but she wasn't locked in it or anything. She was just standing no. next to the unicorn looking a bit, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. So she's she's back to Kate Bush in it around the building. She's just <laughs> running with her arms behind her like Naruto, in slow-mo, uh-huh. like a ballet dancer, with her whole big ripped dress, just running around this massive hall of pillars. I can only imagine she's looking for a pumpkin spice latte. That's the can you only reason. The lights go out and she just runs directly into a stone pillar. But there's barely... <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> I wish she would, but there's barely any light in there anyway. So how she isn't uh, just doing that. Just running yeah. around going, Starbucks, 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 Starbucks. <laughs> She's got craving for coffee. Yeah, yeah. I need a frappuccino. <laughs> PSL. Yep, yep. She is on a PSL hunt. She's gone this long without one and she's seriously jonesing. Mm. But guess who else is there? Una. Flex. No, Una. Oh. Ah. Una, who obviously has no horse in this race or unicorn in this race because she, mm. it's to her advantage if Lily runs into a column <laughs> and breaks her face or gets killed or whatever. So Una's, yes. Una is just watching Lily charging around the place. Yeah. So Una's like Kate Bush running after her. No problem to me. Yep. Yeah, no skin off my nose. Nope, not going to warn her. Not going to point out that she's about to run into that other pillar room that has the fireplace and the big dining table laden with mm. food and wine mm. and a big demon in it, but whatever. Ooh. A big sexy demon though. So... Uh, Una's watching all this she watches her run through the doors and then she like peeps through the crack in the door as what's her face Lily like runs up to the fire and starts sort of warming herself warming up yeah Mm. and I'm like if that were me and if I were in her position I would my running through that building would have been nowhere near as graceful as hers I would not have been floating like a little butterfly through the building I would have been like snot and tears slathering tripping over myself rolling trying to find a way out of this building going mm. <laughs> the entire time <laughs> wouldn't you have taken the unicorn with you though 
I would have. Mm. But obviously Lily has has only Lily to worry about. Yeah, mm. very self-centred. Clearly. Well, this is not the first time she's just run off and left somebody, is it? True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the third time, I think. In this little snippet of her life that we're witnessing. Yeah. So I guess it's just... Imagine this kind of shit happens every week. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Gump is like, fuck's sake. Her again. <laughs> Mm. Just don't worry, Lily's here. So don't, don't, don't rely on. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> yeah. So, the the two tenors have discovered where the unicorn is. They found the dungeon. Mm. So they're going to go back to the meeting point to report. We know where the dungeon is. We know where the unicorn is. Mm-hmm. Let's do this thing. Lily, meanwhile, has been warming herself by the fire, and she hears she can hear voices like going on. And she looks petrified. And she's like looking around the room. And there's like, it's quite a nice room. Bit bit gothic. But you know, there's like Mm. columns over there. Columns about the place. Big dining table with food, as I mentioned. Beautiful Mm. fireplace. And just quite open space. Stone floor. Stone walls. It's quite nice. And quite uh, moodily lit, I would say. With the fire. Okay, sconces. Sure, sure. There's sconces as well. Is there tapestries on the wall? I didn't notice any tapestries, no. Yeah. I think the fire is enough to keep the heat in. And there's no windows because they're underground. What are they going to look at? Roots. So, they're grand. Good point. Yeah. So, she's looking looking around and she looks really scared. And then she sees a dresser table, like a dressing table in the back corner of the room, laden with treasures, and now she looks horny. It's the only well, word yeah. I can use to describe her face. It's like proper, like, ooh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say avaricious, but yes. you went for horny. It's beyond. She. It looks like a combination of, of, I, I don't, I can't even describe it. But first of all, she's like, oh, and then she's like, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. sure. So she got over that, pretty quickly <laughs> mm-hmm. so she immediately goes over and she's like frittering about like ooh sparkly shiny ooh. she opens maybe that's why she likes Tom Cruise because he's sparkly and shiny yeah oh, she could have been Bella you know she'd have been a perfect Bella mm-hmm. Bella and more like anyway she <laughs> sorry so he looks so offended <laughs> yeah sure no never mind so she she mm, she opens the little jewellery box and thing and mm-hmm. lifts out the most blingy McBlingenstein met, uh, diamond necklace I've ever seen. It looks like a chandelier. Sure, sure. And she's lifting it up and she looks stoked. She is thrilled and she's looking at this necklace like, huh, oh, today worked out pretty well. And then... Grand larceny. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that's hers. Because she found it. Because that's how she mm-hmm. operates. She just goes into yeah. other people's houses and takes whatever she likes off their table. Yeah. Consequence free, I might add. And uh, yeah, so of course, you know, you know what ladies are like. If we seem petrified, just give us some jewellery and we'll be right as rain. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Reducto ad absurdum. Mm. Well, worked mm. for Beauty and the Beast. Where it was like, I'm locking you in my castle now. And then I'm just going to be like, sort of nice to you and give you loads of stuff that you want. Stockholm syndrome. Like a library. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
and you're like, well, I guess you're tolerable now. So, just when she's about to try on her lovely new jewellery, she mm. she looks round to the fireplace and there's this, I guess, woman? I don't know. We can't see her face. Her head has like a big black sparkly sock over it. Balaclava, yes. <laughs> that goes right down into her dress. So okay. you don't see her skin. You just see like sparkly black. It's a veil. It's probably a veil. No, it's not a veil. Yeah. It's just where there would be skin, there is black with sparkles. Okay. She is the void. Mm. And she's dancing. And she has a... Well, I think it's a beautiful dress, but you know that I'm a goth in my heart. Mm. Anyone else would probably think it was a hideous dress, but I loved it. It was... Okay. It's black ah, oh, uh, with big 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 sleeves and it swishes and mm. it's got massive collar way up to oh no massive collar that goes like a vampire it's beyond even dracula would be like damn that's a collar it goes you're making well, it sound like she's an hourglass it makes it it's it's like a headboard this collar yeah but it goes with the dress and mm. crucially a neckline on this dress that is so low you can you can see her belly button. It's hands. Huh? It's so low, it's hands. Ha! Very nice. No, it is so low you can see belly button. Nice. I'm not exaggerating. And that was the thing that everyone was talking about in school the next day after everyone saw this film. We were like, did you mm. see that dress? Jesus. We've all seen dresses like that since. People have worn them to the Oscars and stuff, but at this point in time, in the what early nineties, no one had seen a dress like that. It sounds like the kind of things that wrestlers used. Eh? You know when they kind of when they're wrestling, they had those really stupid um, wrestling clothing. Not like not like oh, judo and stuff like that. I know what you mean. American wrestling. Yeah. I know what you mean, but the neckline on this is way lower. Okay. You can see her entire torso, except you can't because it's black sparkles. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's it's right down to where her trouser line would be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her belly button is clearly visible. And it's not sure. like a little sliver either. It's, like, quite wide. Mm-hmm. Obscene. So it is. We all agreed not... in school okay. it was obscene. But now it's fairly commonplace. But at the time, sure. it was shocking to all of us. Like... 10 year old girls mm-hmm. I mean, I, frankly now looking back I'm more shocked at Tom's out, Tom Cruise's outfit in this mm-hmm. But <laughs> mm-hmm. so this this woman I guess uh, is in this being this beautiful dress and she's mm. dancing la 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 by the fire and twirling and she comes over and like starts dancing with Lily and Lily sort of gets like caught up in the dance. Wee! Mm. Incidentally, the choreographer of that dance, dancing scene was Arlene Phillips Foster. Can't remember. No, Phillips. Arlene Foster. No, no, no. Phillips. 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 <laughs> I think it's Phillips. Yeah. She's the judge on Strictly Come Dancing. That might explain all the fireplaces where they're just burning a shitload of shit. Oh yeah, cash for ash. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. No, no, no. It was a professional choreographer choreographer. Okay, okay. And 
so Lily starts dancing too and she's twirling around and then they start dancing together and then Lily sort of gets hypnotised by the whole thing and puts her arms out for an embrace and then the next thing twirlity twirl she's wearing the dress oh, oh wow and her makeup's been done awesome yeah so she's she's like suddenly in the dress Merged. and she looks yeah. like Lydia from uh, Beetlejuice that's oh, that's yeah. her makeup now her face is like mm. white with black lipstick black mm-hmm. eyeshadow and for some reason they have drawn a monobrow on her I don't know why weird. I know I thought they were trying to make her look more beautiful but they gave her a monobrow while they were at it she looks like one of the Muppets now each their own and her hair is all in like gel set squiggles like wavy uh. wibbles all over no wibbly and she's in the dress and you and now because she's because the actress is white and the dress is black you can see right down to below her belly button how old is this actress like 18 mm. yeah okay. super young yikes <laughs> yeah oh and the dress has a big slit up it and she's got fishnets on mm-hmm. yeah she looks awesome in my opinion I think she looks great and she's sure. she's super pleased with herself twirling around and she finds a mirror and she's looking at herself in the mirror like oh check me out when <gasps> through the mirror the big red demon what's his name the dark lord starts to just emerge you just see his hands okay. come out of the mirror that's pretty cool yeah and she's like oh and then she sees his feet and then she sees his face and he looks like Hellboy. Oh yeah. He has massive, massive big bull horns as well. He looks okay. he looks like okay. the devil. You know. Sure. And you can just see in her face she's just thinking, like, why can't I just have whatever I want without consequences? <laughs> sure, yeah. And then she faints. Bloop. Right? Tim Curry Tim Curry the demon emerges completely from the mirror. And he's like Goat Boy from the waist down and Hellboy from the waist up with the big horns. And he's pretty pleased that she's like passed out on the floor. And sort of like, he just really, he just sticks his face in her face to give her a good inspecting, you know? Uh-huh. And he looks delighted. And she wakes up at the worst possible moment because now she's yeah. got like a demon in her face. And she mm. does one of those like silent screams where she's like, <laughs> and like, scuttles away like Ooh, and she's doing that yeah. like, choking fear noise of like uh, yeah. uh, 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 as you would either that or she swallowed the diamonds to hide them <laughs> and smuggle them out <laughs> yeah so, I mean you're very quiet mm, mm-hmm, mm. <laughs> like, oh wow mm. you don't smile much mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so now, so gives a whole new, a whole new uh, term to the, like uh, the phrase a diamond choker. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely, nice. Yeah, I should flip me. Yeah. So, Tim Curry at this point, he's because he's a demon. He's used to just a bit like Lily, a bit like Lily, just taking whatever he wants. You know, mm-hmm. mine. And now he's having to try this different tack, which is you know try to be a seductive gentleman. In my opinion, it goes really well, but Lily feels otherwise. 
You because mm, yeah. he just he just cuts straight back into Doctor Frankenfurter the way he does it. He's like leaning on things with his eyebrow cocked and talking in that just Tim Curry way, where I'd be like, yes, whatever it was. <laughs> sure. And he's and just the way he turns his head when he speaks and stuff. He's just so cool. I love Tim Curry. Anyway, but like if he's like a like super powerful demon, ultra demon thing. Why can't he do what uh, like Una does and just change himself into something that he thinks she likes? Right enough. Maybe he wants her to see uh, the, him like from the inside, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. Not sure. judge his appearance. Maybe he wants her to be a mm. bigger person. <laughs> well, he'd be continually destroying all the pillows. With his big like bull horns. horns. Yeah. Well, only mm. if he lies on his front. What do you think they're doing? It's not International Sleeping. Women's Day. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh anywho where was i oh yeah so now he's trying to be you know seductive yeah so he says does the guy not please you <laughs> in that tim curry way you need to watch it to just the way he just phrases things it's... do the drapes match the rugs <laughs> yeah no he didn't he's trying to be okay. a gentleman and also he can see if the drapes match the rug because she's wearing nothing basically yeah. but anywho uh he's, he basically explains uh, yeah we're getting married <laughs> oh. uh, and she's like ew no uh, and he was like well you're evil now pet so you know we we belong together yes and she's all i'm not evil the fuck what's that supposed to mean and he said was it was it not you that trapped the unicorn mm-hmm. and he says the evil seed of what you've done germinates within you. Okay. And then, evil laugh. <laughs> sure. Class, he does a lot of evil laughs. He's pretty amused. Mm. And I also think he's trying to be debonair. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the pitch of his argument. Like, you're evil because you helped us trap the unicorn. You and I are the same. We are one. We belong together. Which I think is a Cindy Lauper song. Huh. That worked out nicely. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The last unicorn dies tonight. Dun dun dun. Yes. Una, meanwhile, has been like, So, Jack, what do you think of your lily now? Mm hmm. Take a peek through that door and see if you still think she's so much better than I am. Mm hmm. Maybe you like goths. I don't know. But anyway, so Tom peeps through just as Tim Curry is explaining how to kill him. (laughs) The only way to defeat him. That was handy. Yeah. So he's in there. Oh, I thought you meant the the plan of how to kill Tom Cruise. Mm -mm. No, Tom Cruise turns up to check on Lily just in time to hear how to defeat the Dark Lord. Sure. Because who tells everyone how to defeat the Dark Lord? The Dark Lord. Yeah. He's in there. The seeds of their own destruction. Uh, right. Never mind the seeds that are germinating in Lily. It just sounds like it's a... Uh, wait a second, I've got something. It's a Dalek saying it. <laughs> Germinate. Germinate. <laughs> yeah, it's Davros. <laughs> he really does like gardening. What? Oh, yes. He really does like gardening. The gardening Dalek. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be a great TV show. Wouldn't it? The one that like yeah. turned his back on evil forever. Yeah, just started up like Hemp Empire. Ooh. 
like you know it's like that big kind of a plunger thing that comes out the end yeah. it's a perpetual stream of smoke Ooh. stoner dalek and instead of the wee whisk sticking off it's uh, like a little trial <laughs> yeah oh exterminate destroy all weeds <laughs> yeah except the weed i'm growing obviously uh the sun sets forever tonight lily says mm. As is, you know, required. How am I going to work on my tan? Yeah, well, I mean, she's goth now. She doesn't want a tan. She's fine. He says, Mm -hmm. I require the solace of the shadows. Sunshine is my destroyer. Tom, meanwhile, is in the hall with a notepad and pen, like, sunshine, destroyer, you know. Yes. (laughs) Right then. You know what we need? Some sunny D. (laughs) Oh. Some sunny delight. (laughs) Hmm. Um, so yeah, so Tom then turns to everyone else and he's like, hey, you know, I think I have a plan. To which everybody just mm-hmm. looks at him and they're like, yeah, I think we all had the same plan, Tom. Sunshine. And it's all, oh, I thought I'd come up with something really so clever apparently there. apparently it shines out of his... <laughs> it doesn't, because yeah. we've all been gazing up his bumhole the entire goddamn film. Oh, wow. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop showing me that. I never asked to see it. I didn't want to see it. Put it away. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. Um, so they all reconvene. They all meet up at their agreed upon meeting point. And they're like, hey, we found the unicorn. And Tom's like, that's awesome. Because I, I had a brilliant plan <laughs> that no one else thought of. Sure. <laughs> and we need to find every shiny thing that we can find. For example, this shiny breastplate and shield and sword. No. That oh. doesn't come into it. I did say mirrors earlier. He did, yeah. He says, we're going to bring light to darkness. Ha ha. Get it? Because he's the Lord of Darkness. Yeah. Nice. Deliveroo. <laughs> Deliveroo. Yeah. So they go... One portion of sunshine, please. Oh, yeah, sure. So they go back to the big furnace place mm. to get shiny things. And they, they walk past a pie. Are they Well, they walk past the two brutes who are asleep on the table. Ew. And they walk past a pie and it's making a sort of a mumbling noise. It's Ned. Ned's in the pie. So they, yes. they cut him out of the pie and he agrees to help them. That's all. That's grand. Happy mm. days. Mm. Mm. So they're gathering up all the plates, these big massive like serving plates from this furnace room. At which point I'm like, Oh my god, it's a kitchen. And they're they're eating people. Lily. Yes. Lily, don't eat anything off that dining table. Sure. <laughs> it's made out of people. So I green. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Fortunately she doesn't eat anything. I'm just telling you now. Well this thing is just she's not interested in stuff that's been given to her. She much prefers she's one of those people who Whose diet is of stolen things. The secret ingredient is crime. It's theft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they start gathering up the plates and like trying to be quiet and like frisbeeing them to each other. Wow, that's the best way to remain quiet. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So guess what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Someone drops the ball. Someone, well, someone dropped the plate to be more specific. So there's a big yeah. like, which wakes up the brutes. Barry Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Bang! Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the sunrise is gone. 
so there's a big battle. I don't need to get into the, the ends and outs of the big battle, but Tom immediately jumps up on the table and does all of his battling up there. So we spend the whole time looking at Tom's knees, basically, uh-huh. while he does some gymnastics, which he seems to like doing through the film. He does a lot of gymnastics through this film. There's lots of tucking and mm. rolling and jumping and twirling Acrobat. and diving and all this sort of stuff. Mm. Tumbling. He does tumbles, forward tumbles, backward tumbles, you name mm. it. He can do it. Well, that is all for not anyway, because someone, I think Gump, uh, upends the cauldron. Woo! That was, I guess, filled with boiling water or something? And dead people, probably. Uh, probably, yeah. But it's about to have more dead people in it, because he upends it over the top of the two brutes. Ah. They're boiled to death. Wow. But not only does it do that, it crucially, what? Does one of them say, epic burn? Epic burn! <laughs> no. Paging Dr. Brute <laughs> to the burns unit. To treat someone with burns? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not only do they put out put out the brutes, they, they kill the brutes, they put out the fire in the fireplace. Okay. Now, this is quite useful. Because because now you can take the plates up the fireplace. Yeah. So Tom gets into the fireplace and there's light, there's daylight coming down the chimney. And they're like, okay. grand job. But we'll need someone to go to the top of the chimney and shine the light. Yeah. It's already coming down the chimney. Down, down the chimney. The chimney. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a, I didn't quite get that. I think maybe it's because the stuff that's coming down the chimney is indirect light. And what they need is direct sunlight. So unless like the sun is right above the top of the chimney. But what difference does it make if it's light reflected from a big plate down the chimney? Or it's just light coming down the chimney? Uh, intensity? I think it's intensity. I think that's what it is. I think it's just not bright enough. Yeah. Looks pretty bright. Much like Tom Cruise. Ah! Boom. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not Tom Cruise, the character, sorry. Yes, no, yes, not yes. to belittle Tom Cruise. Really? Oh, belittle! Nice. Thank you. Yeah. So, it's like come down the chimney. Not, It's not strong enough, I guess. So, mm. they send the other one up the chimney. Tray. Tray. They send Tray up the chimney with a tray. Uh. Right? Uh, so, that's his job. Off you go. Yeah. I don't know why they're relying on this guy, but there you are. Lily, meanwhile, is, is like being tempted by like food and chairs and things, you know. Fine things. Yeah, your man's trying to seduce her still. Um, mm. she, she holds out. It's impressive, given the seducer. But there you are. Um, so he's he's trying to be like dead nonchalant. He's got an elbow on the table and he's just saying, mm-hmm. all I ask is you just sit and talk with me. Smug face, <laughs> smooth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, so he's he's being very like sexily nonchalant would be my description, mm-hmm. but he's he's really obviously trying his best to be gentlemanly because you can tell he just wants to like punch her in the face. Don't we all at this point though? He's a demon. He's a big scary demon. Mm-hmm. Lily, I guess, figured out what was being served because she's on hunger strike. She's having none of it. She's mm. she's just mm, no. Uh, so I've written here, um, very Beauty and the Beast, but goth version. 
Fair, fair enough. Beauty and the Goth. Goth and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, yeah, I won't, I won't do anything you want. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, all I want is just some simple conversation with you. And she... Sounds easy enough. Right? Yeah. That's the only kind of conversation you're going to get. And mm. she says, no, because, wait for it, you've stolen my dreams away. Oh. Uh, Didums. I'm like, are you just singing fairy tale in New York now? <laughs> mm. uh, and Tim's response to that is just like, <laughs> yeah. And then he's he's like, human mortal dreams are my speciality. That's how I can corrupt you all. And then he's mm-hmm, he's like mm-hmm. he says something really deep, like the dreams of youth are the regrets of maturity, or something like that. Okay. So he's basically telling her to wise up, which yeah, fair enough. But he's just really going in for like, you know, we're meant to be together. Um, I love you. You're my love. Nah, nah, nah. At which point she weirdly is like oh you love me hmm <laughs> okay well that tracks i mean everyone else does my dad says i'm brilliant sure. <laughs> mm. right so um they're all like running around mad you know while she's being wined and dined they're all running around like mad th- things trying to line up all these plates you know yeah and that this i really don't get because he just sets a plate on its edge on the ground and he's like left a bit right a bit perfect and let's go and the plate just magically stays up fairies fairies and obviously they're not they're not iron they're plates. not iron they're plates oh they probably are you know Mm-hmm. Mm. good thing they didn't bring a werewolf so uh yes so she's like so that's all you ask <coughs> lily that is She's like, you just want me to to sit? That's it? And he goes, like, wow, this is pure seduction here. He goes, I value your thoughts. Share them with me. Smooth. Right? That's way better than anything Tom Cruise was saying to her about, oh, not as sweet as you. Mm. I'll teach you about rabbits later. Yeah, this, is, this yeah. is him going, have a seat, drink some wine, tell me about your day. <laughs> So this is HDA. What's that? Hopes, dreams, and aspirations. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he mm. obviously knew her ASL, and now he's on to HDA. <laughs> so, uh, he's she he's, she's like, so you just want me to sit? That's all. And she like, well, I stole some shit from some peasants. Yeah. I woke <laughs> up. I had a piece of toast. And he's like, wow, I would do the same thing. Yeah. We are so like. Oh my god! I hit peasants too. <laughs> Yeah. Samsies. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she, he almost had her. She was looking at the chair, but then the chair started to like move and like bulge in places. Okay. It's a bit, ugh. So like, I wouldn't have sat in that chair either. It looked a bit, I don't know. Maybe it was one of those like massage chairs, mm-hmm. but I don't know. She wasn't having it and she was like, I prefer to stand. <laughs> At which point Tim is like, I can't take this anymore. He like sweeps a load of stuff off the table and just starts mm. marching for her. Like, yeah. you're going to sit in that chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And she starts laughing. 
she's like, <laughs> oh, you, oh, you silly thing. Uh, and then they can hear the unicorn, like doing its weird horse whale noises. And she says, I hear a throat begging to be cut. And he says something like, you thirst so much for blood. And she says, not as much as you thirst to drink it or something like that. You thirst so much okay. for blood to be shed. Sure. And she says, not as much as you thirst to drink it. And he, so clearly she's, she's like, I know when more flies with honey here. I'm just going to play it. I'm mm-hmm. just going to play along and see how this plays out. Sure. Yes. As long as I get that big diamond chandelier necklace at the end of this, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we're quids in. So she goes, um, I will I will stay here and, and be with you as you wish, but on one condition. And he's like, name it. And she says, pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> no, no, no. She says, I get to kill the unicorn. And Tim's face is like, he's like, sploosh. <laughs> He is okay. delighted. He looks so happy. Because this is a win-win for him. Like, mm-hmm. Not only is she going to stay and be his wife, I guess, but Whatever. she's also like dead into killing the unicorn too. So he's mm-hmm. just like, oh, baller! <laughs> Best day ever! <laughs> sure. Right? And then, of course, he celebrates with an evil laugh. Because that's his bag, you know. Mm-hmm. But the sun is setting! Oh no! For the last time. For the last time. So there's a bit of a time limit on on their activities at this point. That never happens in films. I know. Usually they just have all the time in the world. Sandbox yes. style. Mm. So, they're down in the dungeon. The, the unicorn is going mental, which really makes me uncomfortable because I'm like they must have had to scare the shit out of that horse somehow to make it act like this can you train a horse to like go mental I think you can yeah I hope so and they're it's yeah. like chained they've got it chained to the ground and yeah. like pulling on the chain to try and calm it down and it's just going <laughs> and roar and all of it and Tim <laughs> okay because he's a demon he's not just going to go and kill the unicorn is he no, he has to make some whole speech. Accept my sacrifice to the... Uh, Father. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And he says stuff like... I quite like this because it's a nice little like um, turnaround from the Bible. It's a bit... Mm-hmm. This is where Ridley Scott got his like, Paradise Lost moment because he starts going, mm. In the beginning, there was nothing. Which somehow exploded. But anyway... Uh, Barry Scott. Barry Scott. <laughs> Bang! Big bang. And the universe is clean? Not clean anymore. No. Yeah. Well, that's Tim Curry's point as well, because he's like, um, there was endless night, the void, woo! And then he's like, and the void was corrupted by the light. Okay. No. Interesting. Rather than let there be light, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're watching all this going, Jesus Christ, greatest showman, eh? Uh, and Gump's like, Una, we've got all the plates arranged. We're ready to go. We've got the last one pointing right at Tim Curry here. Go tell What's-His-Face. It's time. Fly. Jack. No, no, no. The other one who's at the top. Who's Trey. Trey. Trey is at the top ready to shine the light down. Beep, 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 beep. But considering this is the door to this room is closed, why are they not already shining the light? And how do they know that the things are all lined up? 
without the light being there. Okay, so three things. First of all, the door isn't shut yet. Okay. Second of all, I I wondered that myself. It, surely it would take hours of optimizing trying to get all the light. But mm-hmm. maybe there is just enough light from the fireplace that they can just about line it up, but there's not enough light, right? And mm. and thirdly, they they want a big like kapow of light at the last minute because sure. it's a movie and they want it to be exciting. Yeah, fair enough. I guess. But I personally mm. would have shone the light from the top, lined it all up, and then if I wanted yeah. that, put the last plate in and then be like, whoop, Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, those are your three points dealt with. But, haha, here's the thing. So Una flies off and as Tim Curry's given his big speech, the door's shut. Fuck! So Jack and Gump like just managed to run in Indiana Jones style. They get in onto the wire. Yes. And they make it. And they sort of sneak up. Again, Indiana Jones style. They're like up here watching all mm-hmm. this go on down below, like in Indiana Jones mm. and the Temple of Doom. Mm. Except that, in this case, uh, Gump and Tom both have bows and arrows, which is okay. super handy if Indiana Jones had brought a bow and arrow, but whatever. He had a gun. Did he? revolver. I don't think he brought it, did he? Oh, well. Didn't he? Well, I mean, a gun would have been even better here. If they had found that AK-47 you mentioned earlier, it would be super handy. Oh, yeah. Just be like, done. So. Sorry, Lily. (laughs) Collateral damage. Is anyone going to miss her? I mean, Starbucks profits will drop. Yeah. (laughs) Not from this distance. (laughs) Yeah. Tim is still doing his big speech. In the Mm. beginning. But it's Tim Curry, so we don't mind. Jack seems rather perturbed. A, by Lily's new look, which I don't think Mm -hmm. he digs. I think he preferred the more natural look she was rocking before. He also seems quite perturbed that she's, like, really complacent with all this. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, they're they're both aiming arrows at Tim. (coughs) Tim Curry at this point. I didn't mean to scream there. I was just trying to clear my throat. (laughs) They're aiming arrows at Tim. No. Gump gives Tom some really good advice because Tom's clearly upset about Lily's new change of attitude and Gump says judge her with your heart Jack not your eyes right. or anything else or well I don't think he has any other thing else to judge it by oh. I think he I think he just likes her as a friend oh. mm. he doesn't really uh I just think it's such good advice because the amount of times like you see, like when people white fang people in films. Yes. Like in Game of Thrones. You know when Tyrion's like, he says to the the sex worker that he's going out with, he's like, I don't love you anymore. Leave. Yeah. she believes him. And then goes and nails his dad. And nails his dad. Well, I mean, his his dad's Charles Dance. I mean, come on, give him a break. And then Charles Dance gets nailed by... He does. On the toilet. Spoilers. Um, spoil that toilet anyway but (laughs) if she had if Mm. she had judged Tyrion by her heart her heart and not her eyes she'd have known that Tyrion's not the kind of guy who would be like I used you and now I cast you aside she would have known that that's why he was doing it because we all did (laughs) sure right 
It's good advice. I just think it's good advice. Judge it by your heart, not your eyes. I like it. It sounds like a thing a gump from a forest would say. Mm. Did you mean... Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. That one was <laughs> quite complicated. It took me a minute. That's a man for a scum bird. Oh, dear. Yes. Uh, yes. So, Lily, Lily's holding the unicorn horn that they've already severed, right? Yeah. And then uh, Tim Curry turns to her, to Lily, and he goes, My lady. Oh, that was quite good, Tim Curry there. Oh, I nailed that one. And hands her the sword. And Tom mm-hmm. and Gump are like, Oh, no. Right? But Tom's taking the advice. So they they both start pointing the arrow. He starts pointing the arrow at Lily. Because obviously, like, Gump's screaming in his ear, like, She's one of them now. Kill her. Kill her. She's going to kill the unicorn. Sure. You know, we have to stop her. He says, Think mm. of the unicorn. <laughs> Take the shot. Won't someone shot. think of the unicorn? Yeah. <laughs> And Gump's like, I'll take the shot. Why are they called unicorns, not unihorns? They should be called unihorn. But then a cornucopia mm. is like a horn that's full of stuff. That's also true. So maybe yeah. maybe corn means horn? Maybe. Who knows? And maybe they go to university. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, yeah. Now, Tom's got the arrow pointed at Lily because Gump told him to. And Lily's mm. raising the sword. But Tom says, this is a callback, I trust you, Lily. I'll always trust you. And then just as she's bringing the sword down, he whips the arrow around and fires it at Tim Curry. And she smashes the sword into the chain that's holding the unicorn. And then she's like, run, you fucking idiot! At the unicorn. Yes. And it does. It runs away. Woo! And... Uh, what do you call him? Tim Curry's well pissed off and he like hits her a smack and ah. she's unconscious now. Has he got an arrow sticking in He's him? got an arrow in his neck but he's massive. He doesn't care. Sure, sure. Um, mm. Tom swings in on a chain duh, 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 and just gets God, do you know if you swing on a chain you can trap all your finger stuff because yeah. it's all the little things. Yeah. Oh. It's not good. Do Tom? Well, he's got bigger problems because he just swung into a big bull demon who just flicked him off course <laughs> with his horns. <laughs> or just lay straight into a pillar and slides eee! down unconscious. No, no, no. Yeah. He just got flicked no. out of the way by Tim Curry on his horns. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he like corners him, so he just mm-hmm. like runs bull style dun, 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 and pins yeah. pins Tom to the wall with the horn either side, mm. and uh, and he he says this great line where he's like, "What have we here?" A little boy. <laughs> He's not impressed with Tom. Cue epic sword fight between Tom uh-huh. and his gold sword. Rolls eyes. Yeah. And Tim Curry, who has, it looks like he's got William Wallace's Claymore. <laughs> it's just this like huge. It's like something. Landmine. It's yes. like something. What? Landmine. It's a Claymore, isn't it? It is a Claymore. I'm just putting it in. Oh, she worried me there. Um, it looks like something from an anime, this sword. It's just this massive, massive... It's like... Oh, they're stupidly large, yeah. Yeah. It's like... I forget the name of the sword. Like Shadowbringer or something like that. Okay. Anyway. Mm. Uh, so, you know, there's sort of a nice combination of sword fighting, 
and more Tom Cruise gymnastics like tucking and rolling away from sword swings. And of course, smug laughing from Tim Curry. He sa- he's saying things like, don't you know me, boy? <laughs> don't you know who I am? Do you know who, do you know who my father is? <laughs> yeah. At which point Lily's like, he and I are meant to be together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, oh yeah, huh, right, so, Una gets to the top of the chimney, Trey's only asleep. Wow. He's asleep, and the Trey is just lying there. So... Trey and Trey. Trey is lying next to the Trey, asleep. And Una Mm -hmm. is like, wake up! Slap, slap, wake up! She's like trying to shake him awake. She's trying to like lift the plate herself but she's too weak because she's only a wee sprite or whatever why doesn't she transform into a woman she did no she's still too wee she's not a big woman she's not like what's her name Godo Gal Godo oh right okay she's toady woady She's probably smaller than me. I thought I thought you were saying that she's like proper woman sized, or like she, when I say proper woman, I mean like she I'm was like, proper yeah. woman sized, David. She was about my height. Therefore, that's why I was being very <laughs> careful skirting around that that actually specifying a height. Where are you? Where are you being careful, David? I was. Was I trying? It's trying badly, apparently. Tim Curry's doing a better job than you at this point. Not once this evening have you called me my lady and my dad. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's because you have a doctorate. Right enough. It's a bit weird if you called me my doctor. <laughs> uh, where the hell was I? Oh, yeah. So. She's up on the chimney. Yeah, so she's trying to wake up Trey. Yeah. Tim is still making speeches. He's still like, I am the dark. Woo. Uh, Tom, meanwhile, notices that the unicorn horn is about to slip into a puddle of like... I don't know what. Looks like cider. We'll call it cider. It's a big puddle of cider on the floor. Yes. Which is probably where. uh, Which is on fire, by the way. Pretty high alcohol Uh, content in that cider. Damn, that's West Country cider. (laughs) Yeah, scrumpy. That's what it is. Yeah. So, uh, while he's like giving a big speech, Tom reaches into the cider, lifts out the horn. Tim Curry's like, "Uh, give that to me. And Tom's like, oh, okay. And just, uh, yeet. And it, right into Tim Curry's side. And Tim's like, oh, right at that moment, Una and Trey get the plate arranged. Trey. Yeah, get the tray arranged. And the light, weirdly slowly, because it's light, it should have just happened instantly. And yet we get to watch the path of the light bounce off all the plates. But whatever. The light is so intense Blows the whole, blows the doors off. Bang! Barry Scott. Yeah. And his <laughs> nice. sterilizing light. And it hits Tim in the face. And Tim is like, whoa, ow! Or whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. I think he says something like, um, Father. What is that? Yeah. I need some block. Father. <laughs> Father, yeah. help me. Back to 50. Something like, yeah, a million. And he gets sort of like, blown towards the window there's a big window by the way it's not even a window underground yeah i don't know where they are i think it's we were talking about this earlier i think it's a magic window to the void though 
Ah. Yeah, because there's just black with stars out this window. That's where that dress came from. Probably, yeah. So, <laughs> who knew that the Void had such lovely uh, dresses? But Taste. there you go. So he's like being blown almost out this window, but he gets the horn <laughs> and slams it into the, the wall. <laughs> the unicorn yes, horn. Yes, damn. To like right. pin him in place, like a, like yeah. a crampon yeah, yeah. almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Tom Cruise comes at him with a sword, you know, like, <laughs> do you know who I am? Anyway. And uh, yeah. Tim Curry, interestingly, he says, you cannot defeat me. What is light without dark? True. Right? He makes a good point. Tom feels otherwise and cuts his hand off, the one that's holding the, the horn. And he goes, yeah. and flies out into the void. Sure. Defeated. Woo! Right? Is that what he says? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, actually, this is quite fun. Woo! I'm in space. <laughs> yeah. Little portal joke for you there. So, Lily is very conveniently unconscious for all of this. Yes. And Meanwhile, like, her hand is, like, going towards where the diamonds are, just slowly, uh, like, pulling them over. Uh, di- diamonds. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, Gump says she's under a spell, apparently, mm-hmm. right? She's drunk. And She's drunk. Yeah, she's under a spell of, like, of Bacardi Breeze. Cider. Flammable <laughs> cider. What do women like her drink? Apple teenies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Jack... <laughs> Especially if she likes Tom Cruise. What? Teeny! <laughs> Aww. Um, I'm really... He's also green. I'm really proud of us. Because he's wearing all that green stuff. I'm really proud of us for just making fun of his height, really, this entire episode. Uh, I think we deserve a big pat on the back for that. Also... What you don't know is all the shit that she cut. Oh, no, no, I didn't say anything. <laughs> That's true, it's true. I yeah. certainly didn't. You got off lightly. I certainly off didn't lightly. spend ages complaining about the fact that one of his front teeth is actually in the middle of his face. So it looks like he's just got one tooth. And there's not been a single, until now, Top Gun reference the entire episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Would you describe it as a danger zone when you went into that dungeon? <laughs> I would say the dungeon was a zone of danger, yes. <laughs> Do you think they got there via a highway? <laughs> yes, I would say that there was a highway to that danger zone, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. And he didn't windmill high-five Gump at any point. Or chest bro, bro bump no, chest. No, and he didn't say, I feel the need, the need for speed. Yeah, this film was nothing yeah. like Top Gun. <laughs> Zero stars. Yeah, why wasn't it more like Top Gun? Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't think that's what they were going for. In fact, I don't think Top Gun was even a thing at this point. Sure. This yeah. is an early film for Tom. Very early. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she's under a spell. Mm. And Jack says to Gump, Fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it! <laughs> nice. And Gump says... Only you can answer this riddle, Jack. Oh, let um, me guess. Is it kiss her on the lips no, without her no. consent? Obviously, Jack's oh. not going to want to do that. <laughs> ah. He's, he says to Gump, uh, or Gump says something like, you have a promise to fulfill or something like that. And Gump's like, oh, and I do too, because I have to go and take this horn back to the unicorns. Blah, blah, blah. Sort the unicorns out. Sure. What? Bit of epsilon. epoxy resin. Sure. Now it gets super complicated. 
because there are three very different endings of this film, depending on whether you watch the European cut, theatrical cut, or the director's cut. Okay. The director's cut ending is arse. Utter, utter arse. Because it is okay. just Tom Cruise and Lily talking about their feelings. And then yeah. and then Tom walks into the sunset waving at everybody. Bye! Rubbish. With no good music. Then you've got the theatrical ending, which is, it's okay, but there's still no awesome music and no awesome unicorn scene, right? So it's tolerable, but it's not great. Then you've got the European ending. So, European ones are always the best. I'm going to do a Wayne's World where <laughs> here's the ending mm-hmm. I want. <laughs> here's the super yeah, sure. awesome ending. So, we now have the most awesome 80s fantasy music, all lovely synthesizers, you know. Kate Bush. It wasn't Kate Bush. Even better than oh. Kate Bush. It's very exciting. Go and look up. Loved by the Sun by Tangerine Dream. Not right now. Just let's get to write it down. Yeah, yeah. Loved by the Sun. Okay. Right. So you understand the awesomeness of this scene. And in the scene, to the backdrop of this music, of course it's cutting back and forth between everything. But yes. So Tom dives back into that pond in the Enchanted Forest. Right? Mm. And he finds the ring. Is it no longer frozen? No, it's everything's back to loveliness now. Because the okay. darkness was defeated. Aren't they a band? Okay. Don't they believe in a the thing darkness. called love? Oh, something like yeah. that. Yeah, there is a band called the darkness. Yeah. yeah. Them. So he dives into the water and finds the one ring, much like Smeagol. Mm. But he doesn't kill Lily for it. He puts it on her finger. Because she's just been dumped on the, the bank of the river there. <laughs> just dragged around yeah, by her ankle. Rude. Yeah, rude. <laughs> she's just dump. Did they just put her on the back of the unicorn? Because it's around the same place. They probably did. And then the unicorn mm. was like, flick, doof. Right? Tom dives yeah. in, gets the ring. He puts the ring on her finger. <laughs> he gets down there and there's like 300 rings down there. And he's like, mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Ah, that one looks roughly yeah. like the one she wanted. Yeah. Mm. He puts the ring on her finger and now he kisses her. Now he's happy to kiss her that she's unconscious. That's what I was saying. Yeah, pervert. So she, he kisses her and then she comes round. I was starting to think he was going to have to give her a bit of a slap. But because she took, she took her sweet time about coming out of the wicked spell or whatever. Sure. And then it's all like, I love you, Willie. <laughs> what? Oh, that was a Freudian slip, Tom. <laughs> I love you, Lily, but in like cutesy witsy voice. I love yeah, you, Lily. Oh, no. Yes. Um, it's over. So like, oh, are you dumping her? Um. Yeah, it's like wow. And then he said, "You're safe now." <laughs> Right. Oh, he is dumping her. Okay. You can't yeah. catch me. You don't. You don't have to join Scientology now. <laughs> You're safe. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it's all over now. You're safe. I saved you because I'm awesome, and you did nothing. Uh, so you're fine. 
and I love you. Hey, she she rescued the unicorn. I know, but Tom doesn't see it that way. Tom just sees it as he rescued everybody because he's awesome. I was, I was going to say that was the first thing that she did that wasn't selfish. What's that? Save the unicorn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. At great risk to herself. She got slapped around by a demon. Yeah. She got, she got cursed by him as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, while that's going on, Gump goes back to the lovely scene with the petals and the sleeping unicorn dolphin dolphin yes that's what i was trying not to say <laughs> and yeah uh, and Je- um jemima geraldine galadriel galadriel the unicorn's yeah. there and he goes over and he like boop, pops the horn back on sebastian i guess he brought some yeah. super glue i don't know yeah because uh, it like boop, and then sebastian wakes up and the sun rises all to the tune of Tangerine Dream, Love by the Sun. Lovely. And then Lily and Jack have a big kiss and walk off into the sunset. Ah, oh, Lovely. Now. What happens to Una? Oh, she's fine. She gets over it. She's immortal. She'll meet somebody else. Yeah, true. Yeah. Now, Tom Cruise doesn't like that ending, obviously. Tom Cruise. Sure. Tom Cruise prefers the director's cut ending. The one where he just waves at everyone. Yes. So the director's cut ending is where she doesn't quite wake up, so he really needs to slap her. No, he doesn't. Uh, he says, "Come back to me," and then it's all like, "I love you, Jack," um, and Jack goes, "Hee hee," <laughs> which is mad. And then it was like, "I had such a nightmare," and he's all, "Oh, did you?" <laughs> Yeah. I dreamt you were gay. No. <laughs> wow. So I'm not. Um, and she goes, I learned something about myself. Oh, of course she did. Jesus. And about you too. You belong here in the forest. You're my prince. Uh-huh. Ah. And then she gives him her ring. And she's like, you keep this and like remember me. And then she's like, can I go back tomorrow? And he says, I'll be here. I'll always be here for you, Lily. And then he says, will you sing for me? And she's like, sure. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and she, and she okay. does. And then she just runs off like a little startled deer. And Jack watches her go. And a bird lands on his shoulder. And then he alone walks off into the sunset. And he looks over and Gump and the two unicorns and all his mates are there. And he's like, bye, bye, bye. And they wave back. Rubbish, wouldn't you agree? Compared to the other that ending? That sucks. That's rubbish. Yeah. Then there's the theatrical ending. Again. Which doesn't have Tangerine Dream. But he puts the the ring in her finger. And then he's like, mm. oh, I love you, pet. And then the two of them walk off into the sunset. And the unicorns and Gump are over there. And they both go, bye. And they all wave. And then they walk off into the sunset together. Yes, I know. They're awful endings. The European ending was the obvious choice. Why yes, would you do agreed. either of these stupid set- sailing off into the sunset? Who cares about Jack and Lily? The whole point of the film was the unicorns. True that. Yes. I wanted to see how Sebastian came back to life. Because yeah. you yeah. don't understand in the other two films, you need to see Gump going boop and putting the horn back on. 
Because yeah. the true romantic story in this film was... The unicorns. Geraldine, no. Galadriel Se- and Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because... And their, their betrayal by humans. I know. Because when Sebastian had his horn cut off him, what did Galadriel do? Did she hang around for a couple of minutes screaming his name and then bugger off to some peasant's house? No. She stood by him and was... Stand by unicorn. unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's hard to be a dolphin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Yeah. So, of the three endings, obviously the European one. Yeah, agreed. What do you think? It's uh, well, I know you really like this yes. film, but it sounds like garbage. <laughs> You know that it could just maybe I need to watch it and like yeah but like I'm trying to think who the who I would empathise with in the entire thing and it's hard to think of anyone to empathise with apart from maybe maybe Gump or Una well they're kind of or the unicorns they're jerks obviously it's the the unicorns unicorns you have to be concerned about yeah but I mean to be honest they they are side characters in this whole thing they're the whole point of the film. They're the whole point, but they're effectively the amount of screen time these unicorns get is like zip. They get loads of screen time. I very dare you. Okay. Again, as I said, it's described, so I can't actually see how much screen time. I mean, get. think about per Galadriel's day. She spent the morning frolicking with her partner, lovely. Then some stupid dose turns up and starts fondling her husband. He then gets darted by some goblins and put in suspended animation, and they sever a very important body part of his then she gets kidnapped by said goblins taken to some horrible dungeon and then threatened by a big red demon then screamed at by lily and then she gets to go home and so you realize what's just happened what's we could have done the entire why did you watch in the last 45 seconds <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a synopsis and a half Shit.